Downing, Downing tees it into the box and there's a host of people going for it. Kadra heads it down, Hasselbank edge of the area goes down, no free kick is given. Jimmy's still on the floor, it's, but here's Stewie Downing. Downing then, Downing running beyond the fullback. Whips a great looking ball in, header, Welcome back, everybody, to Middlesbrough Podcast. I'm your host, Hamilton. Today, I'm fortunate enough to be joined by... Brad. And Greg. Uh, gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Uh, how, how is everybody doing since we last spoke, which was uh, on deadline day? Yeah, good. Good. Interesting uh, few was that, weeks. Was good. that just yesterday? Oh, it feels like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long week ago. Only a day ago, it feels like a week. I know World Cup qualifying, you know, is like underway, and players yeah. going in and out last minute. You know, we had s- several signings come in, several folks leave, um, which you know, I think one of you guys commented in our group chat uh, was tradition for us to release an episode on deadline day. And then for more transfer action to happen uh, shortly thereafter. Yeah. So glad we could contribute, you know, to, to, to <laughs> contribute to, to the madness. Market. Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, we are, we're our own best agent. Um, and, and we'll get to that a little bit when we talk briefly about the rumor mill. But first, you know, kind of taking stock as to where the club is at and where we are currently sitting at 15th in the championship. Uh, six points above uh, water. How are you guys feeling in that spot? I feel like we should be a lot higher than that, but that's just me. Maybe it's me not having a, enough time to allow for the new new transfers to hop in and make a difference, but I don't know. It feels like from what we were told at the end of last season of I need my 10 to 12 transfers. Well, we've got our 10 to 12 transfers. Where are yes. the results, you know? Like, I don't know. That's my yeah. take. I'm kind of, I'm I'm much of a, I'm a very, you know, judge things by actions. And so it was like, all right, that's the, that's the, that's what we're looking for is 12 transfers. And from there, things should start to get good. We got them. And uh, I think, I think within the next, Coventry being one, I think within the next three games, so two two more to go. Uh, we will, I think, we'll finally start to see what this team is going to start to look like. I I, I think uh, you know, sitting at at fifteenth, you might see that as a little discouraging, especially considering some of the teams that were around. Um, but I, I you know, as I kind of look up, I see potentially teams that might be overperforming right now uh, okay. with you know Birmingham, Coventry. Uh, Huddersfield Town, you know, teams that are just like playing better than they are normally. And I think we're playing a little worse. All things considered, you know, those draws, if you push it one way or the other, you know, uh, we'll, we're in a better position. But, you know, Brad, to your point, after playing six, um, we, I think there has been some, some something left desired. And I can't quite put it, and I think it, part of it is Neil is trying to figure out, you know, who in his side um, is, like, actively 
present um, in those moments in, in, in spaces, but right. I don't, you know, it, it just seems like something's amiss. Right yeah. Now. It, it just feels like, it feels like it's one thing after the next, you know, like we keep, we keep getting all these, these signs of things that, that should be leading to positive change. And then, and then there's another excuse and another excuse. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting for everyone to be like, all right, screw the excuses. Let's figure this dang thing out and move forward, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, Greg, how do you feel? No, I mean, I'm not. Maybe he's as despondent as, as maybe some of the, the fans are. I mean, let's be honest with you, you know, a point, a game, you know, six games played, six points, uh, one win, three draws, two losses. Right. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm certainly not worried in any, you know, in any any way in imagination. It's just, you know, the thing I really struggle with, and and usually the the opening, you know, the opening month of the season, everybody's still jockeying position. You've got players leaving, you've got players who are not, you know, committed to the season because they don't know if they're going to be going out the door. You know, everybody likes to get their business done, and obviously, we spoke last time about the kind of the deadline day podcast and the ins and outs, and you know, finally. You know, you get your players in and you know, there's an international break. So then you lose, you know, basically a week, almost two weeks for some players if they don't actually play that previous week. Um, and they've all got to come back and you've got to start working with them. And, you know, it, it just everybody's trying to get settled. Um, I just hate that deadline being like a month after the start of the championship season. And, you know, even, you know, for the Premier League season, it's still a bit of a pain in the ass because you got, you know, like Ronaldo signing before, you know, Manchester United play their games and, you know, they don't know if they're going to have the same team. And it's just, it's just very, very, it doesn't make sense to me personally, but that's, that's the law. But I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just messy. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, and, Ultimately, you know, to me, we're not going to get relegated. Are we going to finish in the top two places? Probably not. Are we going to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season? Probably we're going to be, you know, within probably you know eight to 12 points of the playoffs. And that sounds like it's not, you know, a huge ask at the moment. Like you said, Harmony, you know, there's players and, and teams performing above, you know, Stoke haven't really done that well in the last few years, but they're up there now. You know, Coventry, Birmingham, you know, Huddersfield have struggled, even Blackburn Rovers. And then, you know, Reading, who did really well last season, you know, they're down at the bottom. Um, you know, Forest are really, really struggling. And then you've got Swansea, who, you know, were running the Premier League a few years ago when we got relegated. So um, it's a very competitive division. There's a lot of players who are, you know, chomping a bit to try and do well and get promoted. And, you know, there shouldn't be any concern, you know, personally, there shouldn't be any concern with what we're doing. So so a question for you then, Greg, like at what point do we, do we start to see that turnaround in form where we, we start to get something out of these dozen guys that we've brought in, whether it's off the bench, starting on the pitch. I mean, we look at, we look at $5 million man, Piero, who has barely played a couple minutes for, for, for Burra outside of, uh, outside of a cup game and uh, a couple last fifteen minute showings, you know. Um, yeah, I and think then, it's, and, it's then, and then over the international break, we've got Neil saying he looks spectacular. And I don't how much did, how much of the Coventry game did he feature? And I don't remember. But I don't but know. He, he, wasn't, he, he was injured in the. Yeah, he, like, he rolled his ankle. Yeah, he rolled his ankle in training. So I think nice. it was his birthday on Saturday. So he didn't even travel with the squad because obviously he rolled his ankle. And that seems to be the the thing that is kind of now. So we had a squad 
we lost some players and then we obviously brought in a lot more players, but we weren't really in a position to have, you know, a really balanced squad if we got some injuries. So, you know, you lose Paddy McNair in the warm-up, you know, Piero, who was probably penciled in to start, rolls his ankle, you know, Sol Bamba comes in, you know, Matt Bowler, you know, is, is, is a little bit off the pace. Um, we haven't, you know, we haven't got a substitute or we haven't got a backup left back. Um, you know, you add all those things up and it's like, you know, it's like one thing after another, like you say, Brad, it's like, when are we going to get some consistency? Um, you know, I would imagine, you know, we're not going, we're not trying to win the league, right? We're never going to be up there. So I would say, you know, let's, let's reset and, and take a look again by, you know, kind of this time, you know, next month, I'd say give us another, you know, four or five games, um, you know, get sort of 10, 10, 11 games under our belt and see where we are. I bet you any money, we're probably going to be, you know, I would say probably ninth, tenth, you know, we're going to be kind of, you know, lower end of the playoffs by the time we yeah. get kind of everybody bedded in um, because we have I, got quality players. I, I, I kind of want to jump in on this. Um, I, I know you've given them kind of about a month's time frame, and I think, you know, they probably deserve that in terms of figuring out formations, hopefully getting everybody back healthy. Uh, but, but realistically in this league, it, especially for, for Burra, it seems like our players are never, like, we're never going to be 100% healthy. Like, the moment somebody, like, steps up, somebody else is going to get hurt. Um, and I think, you know, I don't want to say alarm bells need to be ringing in a month or so, but, you know, if, if, if the losses and the draws continue and you're not picking up three points uh, as much as I think we should be and, like, our talent says we should be, you know, I, I don't know. Part of me is a little concerned because um, I just kind of feel like we're dead in the water right now. And if we're going to be pushing, you know, for a mid table to potential like five or six spot, we need to start rattling off some wins. There's 40 games left, which means we can still uh, reasonably get 120 points uh, this season. But, you know, we just have to go win every game which I think is going to be pretty crazy. And I think, you know, patience may be wearing thin uh, for, for Neil. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at the next a little too soon to, to put Neil under the iron, but I I think we do need results. You look at the next games though. We've got forest away, which is a little bit about, but it's a bogey ground, a bogey team, but they're bottom. Right. Then we've got Blackpool and they're kind of okay. They're not doing great. Reading away, struggling. And then with Sheffield United at home, you know, they're struggling as well. Although they, they did win this weekend. Then we've got Hull and then Peterborough and then Barnsley. So, you know, out of all of those games, you know, we're probably playing teams who are, you know, not not doing as well. Um, and that would get us like to basically 20th of October, which is basically you know, six weeks from, from now, right? So we, this is now a season starts now, really. You know, if we can get everybody fit, uh, Paddy McNair's injury, hopefully it's not too bad. Matt Ball is back and fit and we get somebody else in on a free transfer to, you know, help, you know, shore up that left field, uh, left midfield or left wing back position or left back position. Um, you know, Isaiah Jones playing left wing back is not ideal. He's not going to be a strong tackler, although we have seen him do that. Um, and then obviously I'm going to kind of put Sol Bamber out there instead of, so they yeah. who knows what the form is going to be. So, yeah. I, I think, think it's... Uh, oh, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, kind of linking us into the Coventry game here. I mean, Warnock had had one major takeaway from the game. He obviously had a couple things to gripe about, but his main thing is, is you're not going to win games without scoring goals. And I mean, I've said it before. We've all said it before. It's like that's that seems to be the main thing hindering this team is not being able to put the ball in the net. And I think we had a couple chances at Coventry. One rattled off the crossbar and. One a couple one stopped by a, a great save and another or two saved as well on the same attempt and it's just like we gotta we gotta find ways to finish. Yeah, I think Matt Crooks had a hit the crossbar just before time, and you know if that goes in, it's a different game. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's fine margins, and you know we've got a. I think you know we started off last season and we were you know pretty pretty tough to beat. I think you know we we. You know, we hadn't, we didn't lose for probably, I think it was like eleven or twelve games. Um, but this season, we're just struggling to get kind of a, you know, to kind of get a rhythm. Uh, but it's a brand new squad. It's, you know, there's quite a lot of players who've come in, and it's players who've come in late. Um, you know, those players aren't anything to be sniffed at. I mean, you've got uh, two two internationals who've come in. One was a, a player at the Olympics for Argentina, so that's you know three internationals. Um, so, you know, it's been a good little bit of business. Uh, Matt Crooks looks like he's you know, got the bit between his teeth. And, um, yeah. you know, I think we just need some, we just need a sell squad, sell team. You know, it, it takes time. You know, it's like anything. You get to learn everybody else's ability and what makes them tick. And, you know, I think we'll be fine. I just think, you know, people need to just probably, you know, ratchet back their expectations. Yeah. I mean, I certainly uh, don't think. not weathering the storm right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, we need to need to get consistency going with you know consistent squad, consistent team selection, and and you know have that kind of Tuesday Saturday team that we've talked about. Um, yeah, and you know, know who's going to step in and who's going to do the role. Uh, and right now, I don't feel like we know that. Right now, we don't know who who the the team is going to be one week to the next, which is kind of you know. Yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's probably the most unsettling thing for me is you know waiting for a lineup and being like. It could be one of many things based on what they've seen because they still don't know what they want as their lineup. Yeah. And obviously, just, and obviously, just, like we've said, with all the transfers, it makes it hard to know your lineup. But, I mean, you'd like to see a consistent core, and I don't... I mean, it feels like there is kind of, but I don't know. Yeah, there are yeah. definitely, like, certain... Innovi- like, I feel like Halston should play every game. McNair should probably play every game. Uh, you know, you're back. What is it? McNair, Fry, Hall... Um, yeah, oh, Dykesdale, you know, Dykesdale, right? You know, put, putting those guys in, but it does feel just a little bit like we're on a carousel because I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm having a, an immense sense of deja vu, but I, I feel like week in, week out, we're like, I don't think Warnock knows what his best team is yet. I yeah. don't know if Warnock feels, and, and I feel like it was that for the, like, I feel like it is that perpetually, which is unfortunate right. um, because I think, you know, like you mentioned, settling, playing with a consistent, you know, formation, a consistent team. This is our style. You know, I, I, I feel like the style could be there. Like we're going to be a tough team to face and we probably, you know, we're going to try and be, be up, up front about it. But I don't know. You, then, and then you look at like players who the club decided, you know, to, to ship out and Sam Morsey and, and Jed Spence, uh, I think those, Morsi are, in particular. I think those are money moves, particularly. I think that was the trick with those. Mm. I think. I think it, that's. It, I think. I think that's the other trouble we got. Our, 
palatable. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think that's the trouble we got ourselves into is we got we we made a, a lot a few very aggressive moves, but then I think I think like you said with Morsi, you know, he's he's an aggressive player, someone who tends to get himself in a little bit of trouble, but I mean, he's got he's got that energy and that aggression on the on the pitch that we kind of need. Um and it, that it feels like, you know, we're now looking to someone else to provide. Um and I think I think that's probably the one that hurts the most. And it had a lot of people upset. A lot of Borough fans were like very surprised by that. But I think it really did come down to financial fair play uh, regulations and whatnot on trying to even out some some books. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, go ahead. I was just going to say. I mean, I think uh, overall, you know, it wasn't a good wasn't a good performance really. And you know, I think there was some some you know, iffy refereeing decisions and, you know... You're talking about Coventry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just, just, you know, overall, it wasn't a good game to kind of look back on and say, oh, I'd stick for our season. You know, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it was just one to, one to get... No, we uh, want, to get we want it to be. It has to be the yardstick. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, it, this it, is the, if this is the worst performance all season, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> there, it's yeah. True. True. Um, I mean, I think I understand what you're saying, though, because I think um, if we look back at our record, um, somebody posted on Twitter that I think we've won nine in the last 33 games, which is a little bit worrying. Um, you know, which is you know less than 33 percent, you know, success. So that is rough um, indeed. It's it's you know. I just, I just think we're in a transition period, and I think the fans want, you know, they want to be successful, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think I have to be realistic in understanding what the club has gone through. And um, well, I mean, at know. the same time, think about what the fans have gone through over the last three seasons. You know, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard because they, we, we had such a, I think, I think the start of last season, which was very unexpected, um set the club up for nothing but failure, if that makes sense, by starting yeah. off so strong and giving fans a reason to have such high expectations. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely put them in a position to only let the club let the club and the fans down. Um, so I think that's tricky. But then yeah, I think I think the constant in and out and constant look for something to blame, I think uh We've just struggled to find what the the true answer is to what we need. Mm-hmm. But I think you look on the on the other side of the coin, and you look at um, you know bringing Kieran Scott in, you know, right? Have an actual director of football, you know, somebody with an actual you know mandate, not just a manager and the chairman and the chief executive, you know, right. and it's mm-hmm. somebody who's going to stick around. Um, you know, you bring in Hernandez, you know, he's a really good player. You know, Saliki, right. not sure. You know, he looks like he's a really tidy player. I mean, he played for Cameroon. You know, Spora, who's come in, who's an international, you know, looks like a really nice, you know, number 10 who can come and play deep, get the ball. Um, you know, you've got Ipiezu, and, you know, you've got a good squad there. You, you do yeah. have a good squad. I and mean, it's just it's just getting everybody firing all cylinders, getting everybody fit, you know, getting right. a good consistent team and knowing, you know, knowing your teammates and knowing what's going to happen. And I think that's I think- all that's going to yeah, I think I think with uh, this next game that's coming up with Sparar and Leah Silky coming in as subs in the last one, mm-hmm. uh, I think getting at least one of them to start would be advantageous yeah, I think so. or helpful. We might have to uh, with all the injuries. <laughs> right, right. Yes, there's that as well. But 
I think I think Warnock probably didn't do so probably just because uh, I think they'd arrived within the last couple days to uh, Teesside and then shipped off to the Coventry game. Yeah, right. Um, well, let's. I, I was going to say, if you want to, we can we can pivot and kind of look ahead uh, uh, please, to the game against take For- us. To, to the game to the game against Forest. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the championship. Jed Spence now plays for them. He started in their last match, which they lost, which seems to be a theme for them. Uh, two to one see, against. Is he allowed to play? For, is he allowed to play for them against us? I would imagine so. I don't see why not. I mean, the whole point of him going no, there is to I, get playing time. But I see now. I've listened to like other podcasts where teams have like loaned out their players, and then they've played the teams in cup runs, and then the players decide to sit out because they won't play against their club or they're contractually not allowed to. I know in so the Premier like... League, you're not allowed to play against teams that you're, that you're on loan to, but I'm not sure about the championship. Uh, someone, someone Google it. I, you know, I, gosh, I'm, lo- I'm looking into looking? it. So in the Premier League, so this one pertains to the Premier League, but it says players on loan are not, permitted to play against teams which hold their registration uh loanies are however allowed to play against their owning clubs in cup competitions unless they are cup tied having played for their club in that cup already once during the season i have no idea that's very confusing wording um uh uh, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm on the efl i'm on the efl uh handbook Oh wow! Look at you, big handbook for, guy. Yeah, try and you know, got to stick to our rules and regulations, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, they are struggling. They are not going to be easy to play against because it is at home. Um, mm-hmm. but, they've been struggling for a while, um, but it's not going. And I would imagine the pressure is going to be on both teams because it's going to be bad for them if they lose, because they're already bottom, and it's going to be bad for us. The pressure is going to be on us because you know, ultimately. We I think to get the result. I think he's probably allowed to play for us based on what I'm understanding. Uh, play, play. play. I don't know. Someone keeps. Yeah. Someone keeps. I have no right, idea. I mean, ultimately, it's going to be a tough game. Um, yeah, they're not doing well. Oh, um, uh, here we go. According to the EFL rules, a player on loan to another club cannot play against his parent club. Bingo. Other, unless, the club, the unless, unless the club provides written consent for them to do so. I don't know. Yeah. I could see Neil Warnock being like, show me what you got. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Do it. Do I it. You are. Like, yeah. I could see that. But I, I think you're probably right. I, I doubt. If, if that is the rules, as Brad has just announced, I doubt he'll play. I think it'll be a good. Uh, hopefully bounce back or rebound match, you know, and then I'm going to stop looking ahead at the table because I've realized that that is just fruitless. Yeah. Um, it'll it'll I, change in a week, Ham. Yes. You, you know, you're right. I can't look, I need to stop looking at the matches and telling myself how many points we're going to pick up because honestly, it, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, like a box life. Box. Yep. You, we've already made that joke and that reference on this podcast and we'll do it again. And it's back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Nobody's taking the microphone away. So, you know, I guess we, we, we have to continue. But, gentlemen, <laughs> we've kind of touched a little bit on the rumor mill already. 
in terms of arrivals and departures, Jed Morsi leaving, uh, Lasilki and Sparar coming back into the side. Um, is there any other thing that we need to discuss this evening? Um, there is a young guy who we've uh, signed. I'm not sure if it's on a full-blown uh, trial or a deal or what, but a young winger from um, Peterborough. Um, Peterborough. And his name escapes me at the moment. His name is like Giancio Bio or something. He's a winger. Um, so huh. one to keep an eye out for. Um, but I think that's the only uh, big news on the rumor mill at the last few, last minute. Um Apart from some Marcy leaving, which was a bit surprising, but it is what it is, as they say. That is it. It really is what what it is. Has your mom gone to any more matches, Greg? Uh, the last home game she would have went to would have been the uh, Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, uh, Blackburn game. Ah, just um, a, a sorry. Go ahead and finish your thing, and I got to oh, go. On. Uh, I was just saying, confirming what I was thinking about Morsi. Warnock did want to keep the lad at the T side. Uh, however, the board said they needed to make moves to keep the books in check. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think he uh, he left, and I think he actually got a bad deal at Ipswich in League One that he was getting from us. So, um, yeah, Neil Warnock's got a very geophil. Uh, way of putting things and he was like you know for that lad to get that deal at his age in that division he's played a blind or something like that so yeah um yeah i think it was probably surprising for everybody but um disappointing but you know yep. he always looked a little bit off the pace to me so marcy when he was playing i don't know if he was ever fully fit in all honesty um seemed like a super nice guy yeah, um, but, I, I know yeah. the uh, I know the Burr breakdown got to speak with him when he was still a player. Oh, I did see that. They see they that. they had a little nice little tribute for him uh, as he departed uh, Teesside and definitely appreciated what he had, had done for them and for the community. Yeah, yeah he's a very very nice guy. Yeah. So, should we go on the record a score prediction? One one two. one. Two two one Borough. I want I want a I want a two nil win, but I think we'll get a one one. Yeah, it sounds like a good uh, that sounds like a good prediction, Brian. To be honest, I'm gonna go. Oh jeez, this I'm I, as I'm thinking about it. Don't you dare! Don't I, just, you dare. I, I, no, I <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I, I know it make people smile to hear me say these next two numbers, but. The uh, on the on the flip side of the token, I know how stupid I'll sound when it's a draw or a loss. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna temper myself. Three one. Hey, that was the, yeah. Huh, huh. Go ahead. No, what 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 were you gonna say, Brad? Just just a little let down. I really thought you were gonna fully commit to it. No, no. I... Five five nil. <laughs> <laughs> He wanted to, and I, I really fully expected it. You know, that wasn't the first number that came to mind. The 3-1 was. And then I was like, oh, I could, you know, give this. I got to save that for a very special game against a very special team. Yeah. But honestly, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that will ever happen. 
Nah, I was I'll gonna say it. I was gonna say we have to we have to have a squad that can put five goals in in a game. So yes, <laughs> yeah, and it not be preseason, right? So, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. You, when you've only uh, when you've only won three, uh, 30, uh, what was it? Thirty less than thirty three percent of your last. Uh, yeah, right. it was, it's, uh, so yeah. I I guess like I have a question here for for you both. Why can't we play Tavistock every week? And why isn't Bishop Auckland in this league? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because folks, we'd be in the Premiership, right? Or the Premier League right now, you know. Whoever needs to make that happen, we'd be getting ready to head back down with uh, our good friends over at Norwich. I was going to say, unfortunately, yeah, exactly. All right, gents. Well, up the borough. Cheers, mates. It's been been a pleasure talking with y'all. That it has. Week. Get off.